Today is Friday, February 26th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. You've made it to Friday, and Biden has one more cabinet secretary. Yesterday, the Senate voted to confirm former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm as Secretary of Energy with a 64 to 35 vote. But that wasn't the only exciting vote we have to talk about today. Yesterday, the House voted to pass the Equality Act, which extends protection from discrimination in employment, housing, education, and healthcare to people on the basis of their gender or sexual orientation. In other words, basic rights against discrimination on a federal level for the LGBTQIA community. While the bill did pass, only three Republicans voted yes, and not a single Republican woman voted for it, which tells us a lot about where the party stands on basic LGBTQ rights. While this is good news, the not great news is that we still need a filibuster-proof majority, aka 60 votes, in order to pass the bill in the Senate and make it federal law. And in even worse news, we have to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. The past two days, she's made motions to adjourn in Congress, which basically means that all Congress people have to be present to vote against her adjournment. It doesn't really have any meaning besides hassling people and holding up Congress's work for about an hour each time. In other words, it was a parliamentary tantrum. Representative Ruben Gallego tweeted that during her motion, he was chairing a classified briefing and that members had to leave to vote and misinformation that could be only be shared at that briefing. Good work, Marge. But that wasn't Marjorie's only temper tantrum this week. Yesterday, she put up an anti-transgender sign outside her office to taunt her office neighbor, Illinois Representative Marie Newman, whose daughter is transgender. Green recorded a video of herself putting up the sign that says, there are two genders, male and female, trust the science, as sort of a challenge to Newman's hanging of the transgender flag outside her office. If Marjorie weren't a literal transphobic bridge troll embodied, I could maybe make a joke about how this whole thing has a strong Mocha Joe Latte Larry vibe to it. Meanwhile, CNN reported on Wednesday night that one of Marjorie Taylor Greene's very close friends was involved in the Capitol mob and actually breached the Capitol on January 6th. His name is Anthony Aguero, and he's a conservative live streamer and activist who had worked closely with Greene over the years on causes such as immigration and the border wall. They've also attended pro-Trump rallies together, and in previously deleted videos, Greene calls Aguero amazing and a friend. Aguero has also called Greene one of my closest friends. Also, I heard they have friendship bracelets. Speaking of the Capitol riot, the top operations and maintenance official of the United States Capitol told lawmakers on the House Appropriations Committee that the physical and psychological toll of the insurrection, including damaged artifacts and staff trauma, will exceed $30 million. Outside the physical damage, the officials detailed a substantial increase in demand for mental health counseling, with an office that typically handles about 3,000 calls per year, surging to more than 1,150 interactions with employees in the past six weeks. The House Appropriations Committee is considering an emergency bill to cover the costs of the attack. But I don't know, it's not a pointless wall between us and Mexico, so who knows if we can find the cash for it. Okay, one more quick Capitol riot story because we're on the subject and this is a good one. According to court documents, one of the rioters accused of storming the Capitol was turned in by his ex-girlfriend after sending her several videos and texts from the scene, including one calling her a moron. Specifically, if you can't see the election was stolen, you're a moron. Richard Machetti is facing charges of knowingly entering a restricted building, violent entry, and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, and obstruction of justice slash Congress. This is the only kind of revenge porn I will allow. What's that sound I hear? I think it's the sound of the Manhattan DA rustling through the millions of pages of Donald Trump's tax returns that they just obtained. Sadly, the documents are protected by grand jury secrecy rules and are not expected to be made public. 
unless someone leaks them, which of course no one should ever do and you shouldn't even consider it if you have access to them. Please don't even think about it. None of us want to see them ever. Don't do it. Our last story today requires a trigger warning as it involves sexual abuse and suicide. A former USA Gymnastics coach named John Geddert was charged Thursday morning with two dozen criminal charges and died by suicide hours later. He was accused by the Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel of human trafficking, forced labor, and sexual misconduct, among other crimes. Nessel declined to give a specific number of victims other than to say the figure was less than 50 and they are all minors. Geddert served as head coach for the 2012 U.S. Women's Olympic Gymnastics team and was suspended by USA Gymnastics during the Nasser scandal. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If the show has been a positive addition to your mornings and you want to show your support, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes or follow this podcast on Spotify. For our episode of Afternoon Tea this week, I interviewed Molly Jongfast, the editor-at-large of The Daily Beast. We talk about the post-Trump Republican Party, if there even will be one, and her participation in a vaccine trial. You can find each new episode of The Afternoon Tea on Fridays in the Betcha Stop podcast feed. If you haven't heard what Afternoon Tea is about, I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and stay tuned for a quick teaser from today's new episode. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. I want to talk about your experience in the vaccine trial, because that is a pretty crazy experience. Can you tell us about it? Something for people who are listening to this is like, you don't you're not protected after your first shot. Right. Mm -hmm. You're not you're still the way it works is and I feel like they're not talking about this enough is that with Pfizer and Moderna, you have your first shot, you have nothing for the first few days. Like, for example, there were a bunch of people at the Capitol riots who got sick with COVID, like right. Representative right. John Paul. Yeah. And it was because they had had the shot the day before. So it really is important that we, when we talk about these vaccines that we talk about that this is really a long game and that we have to be really careful. Betches.